You're listening to the Other Stuff Podcast, a podcast about all of the other stuff. With various special guests and a core group of curiously informed individuals, we will discuss, explore, and debate everything from flat earthers, aliens, and the future of humanity, to the chaos and wonder of parenting, dogs and other pets, and the best way to smoke meat. Nothing is off the table and no one is safe. Enjoy responsibly, my friends. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Other Stuff Podcast. This is Sweets, and we have... Uh, Sugar Bear, back in the uh, the big seat over here. That's correct, and we have our special guest... The Lone Wolf Returns. The Lone Wolf Returns. This is fantastic. So this was the uh, this was our 80s squad, if yes, I'm not mistaken. Yes. So yep. we're going to... Uh, I know that we talked earlier about what we wanted to do today, and I believe we're going to continue that theme, uh, except... The topic today is, uh, uh, it's actually something that came up in our last episode, yeah. if you were listening. It was one of the tangents we went off on uh, in our 90s movies. We started talking about wrestling. Absolutely. Right? Yep. And uh, I know this definitely sparked some some independent research on my end, uh, but I know that the two of you obviously uh, uh, have a lot to say about this topic. So A L- little bit deeper, I think, than you. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, Wait, what are we talking about? Deeper what? And Deeper interest no, in okay. wrestling, yeah. I mean, I, I, I watched it when I was a kid, but I definitely didn't carry it on into my adult years. I don't watch it with my children, but I know that uh, I know that you guys do, right? I was making a sexual innuendo there, but you you know, it's, it's perfect. That's what fine. she said. <laughs> hey, there he is. Yes, yes. Yeah, I watched wrestling with my son as recently as last night. Yeah. So, Correct, yes. Uh, it is something that's had a little bit of a renaissance over at the, uh, the Sugar Bear Cave. Yep. Yeah. Um, where we've enjoyed yep. it as, as my son's gotten older and gotten into it. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think us simultaneously, our, our children have reinvigorated our interest. Because, uh, I, I, I mean, I was a... Where, where our age difference is, you know, it's a few years, a little generational gap there, but sure. I was probably equally as obsessed yep. in my youth. And the kids as, bring it back in you. Well, and that's what it was. And, and it's funny because some of the same guys are still wrestling, quote, in <laughs> air quotes, <laughs> wrestling. Or hobbling out. Yeah, there, hobbling right? out there. Yeah, showing their faces. They make the attempts, um, especially when Middle Eastern princes require their presence yeah. at uh, shows out there. But, yeah, no, it's, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it was a massive part of my childhood. Yeah. To this day. I raise my eyebrow in almost every picture unconsciously because of The Rock. My eyebrow is just up all the time, and I credit Dwayne Johnson for that. Every yes, yeah, you know, for me, watching it with my son is you know the extension of watching it with my father. Ooh, um, you know, and I don't know if he enjoyed it as much as he enjoyed watching it, you know, with his son and mm-hmm. my friends and my cousins, so his nephews, and you know, that was a time when there was no doubt in my mind. That, other way, that wrestling was real. Mm-hmm. Like what was happening was real. Hulk Hogan was a real person. Hillbilly Jim <laughs> was a hillbilly named Jim. Yes, who happened to wander into the wrestling. You know, the Bushwhackers King, actually walked around like that. Right, King <laughs> Kong Bundy was the baddest man on the planet. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he was evil. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I think you know, looking back, uh, you know, kind of through the eyes of a father, I think he just enjoyed perpetuating that. Uh, now that being said, he would not pay the fifty dollars for the <laughs> no. pay per view. No, uh, he had a, a rather large fellow who worked for him that we called Peachy, uh, and he would make Peachy rent them and tape them so that he could then take the tape to the house and we could watch. And it. now, just to be clear, we're talking about VHS tapes. VHS correct? tapes. Okay. VHS. Sure tapes. So my my experience, my father was the same way, and that he would never. 
he wouldn't pay for much of anything, actually, as uh, you know in certain <laughs> aspects of life. Uh, but my father would get the old, the classic, uh, what do they call it, like the, the black box or whatever it was. You know, he, you know, he working at a, a used car dealership in downtown yeah. Lynn. Those were easy to come by. <laughs> and uh, one of them actually only portrayed a, a, a blue, displayed a blue picture. Uh, okay. Everything was blue. But, yeah. but that's how we watch it. But I watched, oh, man, I, I will, it was, yeah, I'll never forget it. But I only, my, my, experience wasn't nearly as positive with my father my dad used it as a uh, uh, platform to tell me why i shouldn't be as out of shape as like a nine-year-old he'd say you know that guy i remember i don't know why vividly buff bagwell don't know if you remember buff him bagwell, from yeah. wcw he, i was like oh man he's so jacked and my dad was like yeah when the last time you think he had a french fry i was like i don't know well the french fry wasn't as big a deal when you were injecting horse steroids yeah. into your ass. Correct. Uh, <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you could eat the French fries. He probably ate a lot of French fries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Ain't I was under the same guys as usual. Like that, these guys were just that muscular and that's real, and what they, were. they were just powerhouse superhero yeah. human beings. I mean, mm-hmm. that that's what it, athletes and wrestlers to me as a kid were like. It's the optimum right. man. But at that, but that at that point, like the heyday, you know, that's when when everything kind of changed, right? You know, I mean, that's when wrestling you know, went from, like, regional, you know, there was New England wrestling and this and that to, to the WWE taking over the country, WWF at the time. Correct, yes, before and, the panda stole it. Yes, and, and and all of a sudden there's there's wrestling on TV that you can watch, you know, every Sunday, every Saturday yep. night. Cable event. television. Uh, you know, wrestlers are now on the Tonight Show mm-hmm. as the wrestlers, you mm-hmm. know. Today you watch it and, and, you know, one of their big guys right now is a guy named Seth Rollins. So Seth Rollins will go on the tonight show or the today show as you know the professional wrestler whose character is called seth rollins we you know in the 80s it was hulk hogan it yeah. was the macho man randy Savage. who you know he only talked like this brother and that's <laughs> i think did. my uh, my favorite is the ultimate warrior on arsenio hall yes great the great ultimate interview. warrior was my favorite <laughs> right. absolutely i yeah. mean that him in character because that cat you know at least those other guys seemed somewhat human when they were talking even if their voices were a little nuts being from hailing from parts unknown the ultimate warrior was parts a uh, he he just i think that was my intrigue to that dude he yeah. was just a maniac he came sprinting down Spr- to the ring he shook the whole ring he could only he could only wrestle for for five minutes and apparently an gassed. atrocious wrestle yeah, like hurt a lot of guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just terrible <laughs> gorilla press people shoulders out of their sockets and whatnot you and, know but we oh talked we talked about the 80s movies we talked about the goonies mm-hmm you know, and and the song from from that movie, because at that point, you know, not to get back in eighties movies, but any movie that came out in that time period had to have a theme song. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know, Beverly Hills Cop needed a so- yep. song about being Beverly Hills Cop. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, Bustin makes me feel good. Really weird song. <laughs> um, but so the Goonies are good enough was the song that Cindy Lauper did for the Goonies. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, the video was filled with wrestlers. Captain Lou Albano, Nikolai Volkov. I did not you know, know that. Well, uh, Cindy Lauper and, and uh, Mr. T, I believe, were part of like the first WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, yeah, they, they were like the celebrity, that. yeah. celebrity guests. Right. And Mr. Yeah. T went on to have a couple of matches and had yep. a little bit to do. Yeah, that makes sense. He's um, a big dude. You know, but so like all of a sudden, like there's wrestling just permeating everywhere. And these yeah. guys, but, you know, to 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 the, the six and seven-year-old Sugar Bear, yeah. you know, these guys were... You know the pantheon. These 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 guys are it. They were crazy, and mm-hmm. if you looked at them cross, you know they body slam you. Yep. Yeah. You know, 
I got to tell you, it's probably where I learned right from wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's good and evil oh, was what 100%. it was at that time. Yeah, the know? heels and the heroes, man. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, yeah. the baby faces, baby faces and the heels. Yeah, you know? baby, yeah. And, they... and, and that's what it was, huh. you know. And you, know, oh, and you remember being like, as a kid, being like devastated when a face would get... You know, when when a a former heel would turn face and be friendly, you know, they'd form and then turn on. It was like, I could imagine if my friend did that to me, I would be right. just absolutely just astonished and harper. And you like felt, I remember watching the, every Monday night or the mm-hmm. paper, it was like earth shattering yeah. stuff. I remember watching it on a Sunday afternoon at my grandmother's house and they were selling uh, injuries to Hulk Hogan leading into a pay-per-view, which at that point I had no idea what any of that meant. Yep. You know, so he comes out wrapped with ace bandages around his, his, you know, stomach, you know, all around him, and he's selling rib injuries. You know, he'd been advised not to wrestle, but, yeah. you know, someone had to stop the, you know, the animal King Kong Bundy, and, <laughs> and he comes out to the ring, and, you know, King Kong Bundy starts unwrapping his bandages, oh, which... No. Which How could I you? knew at my core was what an evil person would do. That was vile. He needed that. Who for would his take safety. off that very meaningful and, ace bandage? You know, we we were screaming at the TV so loud, my cousins and I. You know that my uncle came in from the garage because he thought someone was hurt. <laughs> and when we tried to explain to him that, yeah, someone's hurt, man. Hogan's getting punched in the ribs and his ribs are broken and King Kong butt. I mean, the look of disgust yeah. from this man. <laughs> I remember my mother coming into my bedroom when I was, I must have been eight or nine. And it was, uh, again, remember, a little slight generational gap. So I'm jumping in the 90s here. But Shawn Michaels at that mm-hmm. time was my favorite wrestler. And to, according to many, is one of the, if not the greatest, one of the greatest wrestlers just as a performer. And, uh, he had a crazy match with Stone Cold Steve Austin at a at a at a WrestleMania or something, a Royal Rumble, where uh, he hurt his back really bad and he was out for a while. But I interpreted it as he died because of like the montages that they did. <laughs> oh my god! I was in hysterics in my bed because that was. I used to make my mo- my mother. I remember she bought me the, like the finger the uh, fingertipless uh, red leather gloves. I'd walk around with the sexy boy song yeah. playing and stuff. But I remember thinking this guy was and that it was like my hero was dead. It was now see for me it's interesting. That's where the age comes in because I remember when him super kicking Marty Jannetty through when, when he was the Rockers. The Rockers yeah. it was yeah. Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels, and he yep. super kicked him through the window, and that was. Devastating. I mean, the Absolutely. Rockers were the coolest. Oh, yeah. You know, they had the neon tassels, yep. and, and they, you know, they were the young kids, and they do all the flips, and you know, I loved them. And, and he and, turned, and, and he turned. He went. Yeah. He turned heel. Kicked. Basically, kicked Marty Jannetty's career and life out a window. And his life. That was pretty much it. Years Side later, note, Marty Jannetty killed a guy in the ring shortly thereafter. Did he really? Yeah. He had a drug problem too, didn't he? Has unrelated. Unrelated. Uh, yeah. Unrelated. It was okay. a legit match. Something okay. went wrong. That's um, Yeah. But but uh, yeah, you know, like those were those those moments, you know. And it's it's funny you look back now, and I, you know, we were talking before we we hit record. Yeah. You know, sweets about you know you need to watch the Andre the Giant documentary, you know, that's on HBO. And if if any of the listeners haven't watched it, whether you're a fan or not, this man's life is just extraordinary. Yep. Yeah. You know, come coming from France, being eight feet tall, and how he had to travel and live and and. Especially yeah. in that time, being yeah. that big, oh. and there's a you know there's a whole montage about like you know the guys being like you know, <clears throat> no matter how we looked, we always had the ability to put on a hooded sweatshirt and a hat and kind of go out and be normal like he never could. Yeah. But regardless, you know, you 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 learn a lot about the storytelling 
you know, that these guys did. And, and Andre, much, you know, huge draw in the 70s mm-hmm. and in the early 80s all over the world. Uh, but they weren't really telling stories about him because he was more of an attraction. Right. You know, he was he more was like of a, a circus freak. Yeah. yeah, like, come see Andre. And, and, you know, they talk about it that, like, you know, nobody beat Andre. Like, and part of the reason that nobody beat Andre is because Andre was big enough and strong enough that you couldn't beat him. Yeah. Even if that's what the promoter wanted to happen, couldn't do it. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, nobody so, would believe it. You know, so all of a sudden, you know, WWE, WWF hits, they're putting all this stuff on TV and they're building, building to, you know, you know, Andre's never been beaten. He's never been body slammed. He can't be touched. You know, and now, you know, we can go onto YouTube, we can go onto the WWE Network, and we can see the thousands of times he'd been body slammed, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, prior to this. But, you know, for kids, pre-internet, pre You only know what you're told. Yeah, only know yeah. what we're told. Yeah, right. You know, and, and you know, Hogan's going to take this guy on. Now, at that point, like, I distinctly remember they were friends, right? You yep. know, they were they were partners. They came mm-hmm. out and backed each other up. And then, you know, they're, they're having a, it wasn't, it was a Piper's Pit. You know, so Roddy Piper had a little talk show, yeah. mm-hmm. and Hogan comes out, and, and, and then all of a sudden, Andre comes out in, like, you know, biz cash. You know, he's got his uh, business casual outfit on. He comes out with Bobby I was gonna the say, Brain yeah. Heenan, <laughs> the best manager to ever grace any professional wrestling yep. ever. Brilliant. If you needed to put someone over as a heel, you put him with Bobby the Brain, or the Weasel, as they called him. Uh, you know, he'd come out in his shimmering jumpsuits, and, and you know, he, he had great mic skills. You know, he's sort of shaped like a, I don't know, like... A pear? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, definitely never a wrestler's body. But right away, again, I remember this. I, Andre's turned. Andre's healed. He's a bad guy. Yeah. He's he's with the, you know, the brain. You go with the gold bar with the brain if you're bad. And, you know, Andre cut a promo that was kind of... Uh, because at that point he wasn't, you know, That's essentially what some, he sounded like, yeah. Couldn't talk, <laughs> but then you remember he ripped the necklace off Hogan. Yep. He ripped the gold necklace off and yep. made him bleed, and and you know you look back on it now, and and there was like a whole scuffle, which uh, to hear Hogan tell the story, he was supposed to put eye drops in his eyes so it looked like he was crying, mm. but he didn't need them because it was so visceral for him emotionally charged yeah yeah, emotionally charged with andre so i remember that was that was a tearjerker that was crazy and that was the first time the old man agreed to let us get a pay-per-view no kid so worked up and i now i believe you know he'll tell it now like i i had to you kids were you were crazy but i believe he needed to see (laughs) you know he needed to see what happens you know so you know it was a sunday night it was late. All the mothers were, were crazy because this match wasn't going to be over to 11 o'clock. But we, we, we all promised to get up and go to school. We mm-hmm. all had our, our clothes laid out. And, you know, we sat and we watched. And we watched, I mean, what was arguably some of the best matches ever. I mean, that was, wasn't the uh, uh, Macho Man Steamboat match in there? Was that, uh, was that WrestleMania 3 or was that 4? Regardless. And, you know, question. I watched, you know, Good Triumph Over Evil. I mm-hmm. watched Andre beat Hogan within an inch of his life. Hogan come back with the helps of all little Hulkamaniacs out there, of which I was one. Run wild. And, yep. and you know, he, he body slammed him, something that had never been done. And, you know, that was the greatest uh, accomplishment of, of humanity. Of that all was, time. That was America. That yeah. was, you know, that was... I, 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 
I, I am a yeah, real yeah, I, I understood everything in his theme song in that moment. <laughs> Just then. <laughs> you know, I, I could. It's like hearing in stereo for the first time. You know, and he body slammed him. One, two, three. Pulls the belt. That was like, I went to school and couldn't talk. Like, I had screamed so loud, I couldn't speak. And it was... And that visual of Andre and Heenan going out on that, you know, little mini ring because Andre couldn't walk right, all the way. Right, 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 And he's getting right. soda thrown at him yeah. and stuff. It was crazy. It was you, a wild you scene. Know, and you look back and, like, we could watch that match now and, and you go, wow, this is this is, this is kind of this terrible. Is terrible. Because like, Andre couldn't move, you know. Mm-hmm. He was at the end of his life. He was at the end of his, yeah. you know. And Hogan, frankly, was a, never a good technical wrestler. Right. He, he was, was just, just a, a big presence. presence. Yeah. Yeah, well, wrestling like, wasn't about wrestling. I mean, no. there were some good wrestlers. There were some college wrestlers. There were some people who yeah. actually had a background, but wrestling wasn't about wrestling. Wrestling no, was, was entertainment. about the show. Yeah. These people were products. Um, you know, they were products of a corporation, yep. and everything was set. I mean, if you think about this, it was. Uh, is it really the origin of what what we call sports entertainment? I mean, is that what? Well, that's so. No form of that really truly existed prior to. So the the so WrestleMania three. They filled the Pontiac Silverdome with 70,000 fans. Wow, right. That's a to lot of see, people. To see Hogan wrestling. and Andre. Yep. Right. I, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, this is a product. Like, that's concert level, yeah. you know, uh, uh, huge. Uh, uh, so, attendance right so there. So, yep. at this point, Vince McMahon would not acknowledge that wrestling was predetermined, that, you know, the moves were K-fabe, choreographed. Yeah, choreographed. It was, yeah. it was 100% real. And ultimately, what made them come up with the term sports entertainment mm. was when. The, the government got involved and said, hey, if you're feeding these guys steroids, you know, that, that violates all regulated, of our, yeah. Yeah. regulated, you know, a- athletics and yeah. everything else. And so he, he had to admit that it wasn't real and it became sports yep. entertainment, you know, because at that point, you know, the guys had to be huge. They had yep. to be larger than life. They had to be, you know, the biggest biceps and the biggest chest and the tallest and Yeah, and prior to that, so not it's kind of a random sidebar and a jump back, this is a, something that was... I love boxing and, and Muhammad Ali. And uh, in 76, Muhammad Ali fought who was Japan's wrestling hero, Antonio um, Inoki, I think it was. And that was actually kind of like the start of like what is mixed martial arts today. Um, but Ali wore his boxing gear and, and Inoki was wrestling, but he was really shooting on him, trying to take him down and stuff like that. And now it's funny because then that turned into Rocky three. I mean, that's, that's the, the, the Thunderlips versus Rocky. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's, I was thinking, of, I was thinking about that today because I was thinking about Hogan and Thunderlips and I'm like, crap, like that was actually Ali really, you know, did that for real. Um, and then that was a legitimate thing. And that guy actually went on to train some legitimate, you know, because like new Japan pro wrestling is like the WWE mm-hmm. of Japan. And he was like there for him. That made him like a focal, like a hero in in wow. Japan because he fought the greatest, the, right. the baddest man on the planet, that the, the heavyweight champion of the world. Which in that time was, you were the the man, the toughest man on the planet <laughs> if you were the heavyweight <laughs> champion of the world. Yeah. Um. And but, that was yeah. I remember reading about that in a book. Um. And thought that was fascinating. And I didn't realize until I had read into it uh, a little later on in my life that that guy was actually trying to hurt Ali, and Ali was just that good that he really couldn't. Couldn't get, get to him, done. but he was trying to do a lot of like leg takedowns because the guy was a martial artist. But I, it's like fun, even prior to that, um, you know, it just took the right to the combination like Andre and Hogan to make one guy. You know, Ali was already a hero at that time, right. and to some extent, and then that guy became a phenomenon in, in, in Japan and was able to get movie roles and all mm-hmm. those things. So it's amazing how um, the sports entertainment factor of it 
transcends, you know, and, and, and can blow up into the, and it's like now we were talking, not that we're going to dip too much into the, the now and the 2000s and all that, we can touch on it a little bit, but, you know, it's wrestling sort of on the decline again, but, uh, but their biggest stars are guys like Dwayne The Rock Johnson and John Cena, who now basically they're not with the company anymore, and they and they're a little older, but physically they still look pretty damn good, and they can yeah. probably still move, but these guys built their success off of their wrestling careers. And now and, and The Rock is one of the highest... The highest paid, paid actor it. on the planet yeah, you know, in 2018. Mr. America. Yeah. yeah. He, he makes, <laughs> but it's interesting, you, you talk about kind of like the, the, the wrestling world mimicking life, like that's kind of what wrestling's always, always done. You know, you think about you know, the 80s, right? Cold War. Hogan, I am mm-hmm. a real American. Say yep. your prayers, eat your vitamins. You know, this is my flag. Yeah. You know, you know one of his biggest opponents, Iron Sheik. I was just going to bring him up. Volkov, yeah. you know, Middle East, Russia, communists. Like, you know, that's what he fought. And, and you know, I, I, Lone Wolf, I don't know if you remember this, but, you know, that sort of died off. And then all of a sudden, we have the first Iraq War. And what happens? Sergeant Slaughter mm-hmm. oh, yeah. comes out with an Iraq Iraqi flag, you know, supports <laughs> that. Right. You know, the playing on the modern times. Is that late eighties or is that early nineties? It would have been early nineties. Early nineties, right? I thought, yeah, because I had him categorize. I tried to like categorize superstars in my head prior to coming here, and I had he was, Slaughter. He was eighties. He started started in eighties, yeah. but him. I, I like in some of the a lot of stuff I really remember about him because mm-hmm. I feel like the 80s was re- true like even though there was other guys like that around I mean it was really Hogan Savage Warrior well, they call it the golden era so, I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, where, that's where most of these people were, were born and yeah. I mean I, we haven't even talked about Randy Savage yet right no. I, I'm thinking back and you know some of the names of these guys and some of the attitudes that they brought to the table would not be acceptable today no oh, you know no, what I mean no, 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 like no. I was just reading one about uh, the one man gang or Akeem and he was a six foot nine, four hundred and fifty pound monster, and he would come out as either the one one man gang or as Akeem, the African Dream, where he dressed in African garments and spoke with a stereotypical black accent. He was billed as being from the deepest, darkest parts of Africa, and he was as white as the three of That's us. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And he would come out talking jive and, and yeah. making hand motions and Yeah. But everybody a, was stereotyped. Is that a direct people, poke at Akeem Olajuwon? I don't know. It had to have been timeline wise, right? I wonder if that was like just feeding off of the. I don't know. I mean, but I'm just anyway, saying, like at the time, was... like you could do and say oh, anything. Yeah. In well, I mean, and, and, was and to a hit a stereotype to the nth degree, right? Yeah. You know, like Chief J. Strongbow was, you know, you know, built for the Native Americans, <laughs> even though he was an Italian guy from yeah. New York. You know, yeah. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Mm-hmm. You know, meant to be this martial artist. You know, Asian guy. He's from Brooklyn. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just kind of had slant. But they play the role. Yoko you know what I mean? Yoko it, Zuna a little bit later, but was hailed this big sumo wrestler Japanese guy. He was a everybody Samoan, was, a Samoan man. Everybody yeah, was represented, I guess. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and, and they they went to the nth degree to make yeah. sure that everybody had a wrestler. Well, but even Hulk Hogan originally, he was his first you know name was Sterling Golden. <laughs> so that was his his first name in the WWF was yeah. Sterling Golden. Terrible name. And then they repackaged Terrible. him as Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Because he was going to be for the Irish. Oh. You know the Irish population. Okay. He was going to be their hero. No kidding. But then he just exploded and they kind of dropped the irish thing and, and yeah, made him the all-american yeah. mm-hmm. um but you know that was originally why they gave him that name change and repackaged him was yeah. to to give the the irish you oh, know yeah. uh, they totally went they just they hero. went with the hulk hulkamania hulkster and yeah he, but, you know he it's kicked all off hulk. that decade oh yeah he Huge. definitely was well, the, he owned it yeah, yeah that was his decade yeah interesting side note about him 
he turned down the George Foreman grill. Really? Yeah, so it would have been the Hulk Hogan grill? It would have been the Hulk Hogan grill. <laughs> oh, my God. That would have sold. <laughs> the George one. Foreman deal, uh, grill did phenomenal, too. And yeah. that, I mean, George Foreman, I don't think I, I don't think most people, from what I remember, realized like, who he really was. Right. Uh, at least younger people weren't didn't recognize that he was a heavyweight champion of the world. No, as yeah. Hogan tells it, he just missed the phone call. He was out that day. Yeah. And so by the, time, now. by the time he called back, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, some other guy took the grill. You're going to get the blender. It's going to be the Hulk Hogan blender, which I don't even know if that ever got off the ground. But, uh, yeah, blend, yeah. M- missed out on a few uh, few mil there that his ex-wife could have taken Yeah, from that's him. a big one. That's a big one. I Another wanna... side note about him, he could still kick all of our asses. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, he's still ripped. Yeah. Kid me is his, still a monster. Both his knees and both his hips are younger than my kids. <laughs> yeah, <he's>... <laughs> yeah, what is he? What did we say, 66 years old yeah. right now? Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but he's active on social media and said so he's still great. He'll he'll throw the he'll throw the bicep picks every once in a while. Well, you know, I, I watched that movie, uh, The Wrestler, with Mickey Rourke. Mickey yes. Rourke, yeah. And uh, that was a tragic. Yeah, what was his name in that movie? It was the uh, the uh, Randy the Ram Robinson. That's right. The, yep. the aging wrestler. And you know, when I was watching that, it was just g- general wrestler. You know what I mean? Was big in the eighties, seventies, whatever, yep. whatever the generation. Still trying was. to make it work. Still trying to go out and like get hit with chairs and yep. you know. Uh, let people beat them up, get yep. them cut, you know, to well, make that those, money. Those guys were rock stars, and they treated it like the rock star lifestyle. I mean, right. they, they would wrestle for a few hours, and then they would party till 3 in the morning, yeah. and then they would pass out and drive to the next town. You know, uh, drugs were everywhere. Alcohol mm-hmm. was everywhere. I mean, we're talking yeah. about the 80s. Let's not, you know, cocaine was at its height. You know, like this, this yeah. was... The, the, the cocaine was easy up. to get the hands on. The booger sugar was, was rampant. I mean, that's what... Cocaine. Just, just look at... What'd you call it? Cocaine? Cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah. Just, just, just look at the Ultimate Warrior and how he... Interacted with yeah. the world. Did you see his veins and his? <laughs> you know, I mean, that guy's oh. arms are ready to explode. When you know, and it, it, it was a situation where, like, you know, that's why most of them don't live this long. Yeah. No, you know. So, no. but these also they died. weren't. You know, these guys like were. It, it, we're kind of going to get a little serious right here, but they were they were considered independent contractors. Yep. So they didn't have health insurance. Mm-hmm. They didn't have, uh, you know, they didn't have taxes taken out of their check. They didn't get transportation. So it was like, hey, you're in Boston wrestling tonight. Tomorrow you got to be in New York. You better be there. And if you're not, I'm going to replace you, and I'm never going to call yeah. you again. That's what I was saying. They were a product. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like they were, they, a, commodity. They, they were like a commodity. They were a product, and they were treated as such. Like you I, show I up actually, and do your job. I remember reading a little factoid, too, about um, Bruno San Martino. Who's you know way back that's 60s 70s and he was like that's who my father thinks that when yeah. he thinks of wrestling he's all Bruno San Martino, um, and he you know he fell off right at the beginning of the Hogan era and all that stuff but he um, I was reading a thing about the Vince McMahon senior yep. who would purposely when he pissed the wrong people off and was wrestling in you know cross you know d- different uh, d- d- divisions yeah whatever you want to call it, companies whatever at the time promotions. regions promotions um, Vince McMahon Sr. would double book him in places and then they would so he couldn't physically be at you know he'd book him in Baltimore and then book him in New York yeah and then when he would miss Baltimore Baltimore would suspend him and then wow. like, nearby states would say, oh, he's missing shows. We suspend him, too. Oh, and he was, wow. like, one of the first real champions, you know? Yeah. like uh, and and That's how they, they mess with That's the shiesty like, business, you know? It is. They, are, they were a commodity. That's, that's you know... Yeah, I mean, in, in, the Von Erickson's, one of the biggest families in wrestling, one of those guys lost half his foot. Mm. And he never told anybody because he knew he wouldn't get booked. So he would that? show up at the ring in his wrestling boots with a block of wood that he had shaped to kind of look like a foot. Wow. And he would go out there and wrestle on it. 
Wow. So that That's nobody insanity. would know. He was trying because because he knew if they if the promoters got wind that you know one of the Von Exxons like lost. a horse that can't race, man, yeah. you're gonna yep. be glue. Yeah, we'll find someone else. Yeah, and you it actually, I mean, from for all things considered, from what I you know, our reinvigorated you know wrestling interest, I, I've uh, one of the female wrestlers who uh, not to go off into like the current stuff too much because I know that's not our focus here, but uh, Bailey, who's the current one of the champions for either Raw or SmackDown, I can't uh, remember which one. ones, but she did an interview recently where she got a little bit of heat because she started talking about the, the reporter was questioning her on wait you have to drive your you have to transport yourself they don't provide oh, no. you yeah and she kind of started to say a little bit too much and yep. apparently there was some backstage heat because she opened her mouth and that that's the thing it's like you speak because vince mcmahon is a dinosaur yep and he is still in charge of this kind and, and a lot of the issues that you hear with wrestling today is people are like vince wants to pretend like it's still, it's still yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. and it's not treating you everybody know? the same. Yep. Well, so yeah. there's a new promotion coming up called AEW yep. All Elite Wrestling, and they're starting to pull people. Yep. They're basically the WCW of today. Right. But they're, what they're doing is the wrestlers are full employees of the company. Mm. They get health insurance. They get retirement. They get yep. a paycheck with, you know, with taxes taken out the right way. What are they going to be on? T is it TNT? They're going to be on? TNT yeah, they got a cable deal, gonna, so it's going to unionize. It's legit competition. Gonna, I don't know if they're, they're. I think the goal is to not unionize because it's basically being run by wrestlers. Okay. And it's it's all the stuff that yeah. the McMahons won't yeah. do. Dusty Rhodes' just, younger son is actually one of the yeah. front well, runners. For what of they the, do, I mean, they should get all the benefits of regular employment. Well, but it, but it's one of the things that like I think there's still this little sense of like, this is how I came up. Why would I make it easier? Yeah, you right. know, just because just because it's the way it was doesn't mean it was right. Right, but I know? think this is one of those those industries that's very slow to change. Like, you know, you think that John Cena doesn't have a five star hotel room waiting for him when he flies in on the company jet? Big name. You though. think that if The Rock comes in, he he pays a dime. He isn't driving to the next yeah. town. No, you know, I mean, he's got the money to do it himself. But you know, these these guys that have you know made their bones and cut their teeth and became you know money makers for the for the WWE. They now get the transportation, but right. the the newer people, the younger people who haven't done it, like yeah, we're we're in Albany tomorrow, and then after that we're in Toronto. I hope you got a passport because you yep. better get your ass yeah. over the border. Good well, luck it goes to book. show you too, like we said, you know, like um, not so much Hogan. I, I mean, and for different reasons, he's he got mixed up in some racial issues uh, in the last few years, and he's just been recently accepted back into the WWE world. But you know, you see a guy like Ric Flair is still around, Vince McMahon still in control, Triple H, who's not very old, but he's older. He just had his birthday. Uh, yeah, he's in his. I think he's fifty something. Whatever. They're still running the company, but the you know these guys. You still hear the stories of uh, you know there was a guy that our, our probably was one of the first things that sparked our interest back into wrestling was Enzo Amore and and Big Cass, yeah. and they were this Enzo Amore is probably the best mic guy they've had in a decade Easy. plus. Easy. Phenomenal. But apparently, you know, in in an old school way, this guy you know you would piss people off in the locker rooms. Yeah. He wasn't very allowed much, to change in the locker yeah. room. The wrestlers Why? banned him from the locker room. Because was, he was just like... He showed disrespect. Yeah. He wasn't following the old oh, wow. protocols yeah. and the old, you know, case you, court rules. You still got... You know, because there's guys... And not even like Trip, like the big show. Yep. Not, I mean, who's... I think I just read he's 47. He's still got another couple couple years on his contract. I mean, but he's been around since 93, 92. You know, like he... So oh. old school guy. So he's... You know, a lot of these guys, Triple H... You know, Big Show. These guys, they were around Undertaker. They were around when Undertaker the old came guys. In 1990. Oh yeah, he 1990. he got that. Well, he was the Undertaker in 1990. Yeah, he had some other. He's another one who had some terrible names prior because he's got red hair. Which, little little aside on the Undertaker. You talk about you know turns from heel to face and face to heel. You know, he came in and, and 
I don't recall him being a heel per se. Yeah, he's almost because like, he was kind of like otherworldly. He was like yeah, mythical, yeah. and they sort of didn't really like guys were scared of them. Yeah. but it wasn't because was they the were bad. He didn't dead wrestler, impervious to pain. He didn't. Yes. He didn't talk. He yeah, was from he, Death Valley, he California. Had, he had Paul, Paul Bear, Bear who would talk about his Undertaker, <laughs> power of the urn. Yeah, but so uh, Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. One of my That's favorite, where he came in. One of my favorite pay-per-views. Um, this was after he had debuted. A year mm-hmm. or two later, uh, there was a match, uh, the All-Americans versus the Foreign Fanatics. So it was going to be a 4-on-4, 5-on-5 match. And if, the numbers may be wrong, but must have been 5-on-5 because uh, there was Lex Luger, who mm. at that time they were trying to make the next Hogan. He was All-American, came yep. out in the red, white, and blue. And actually how they put him over was... Uh, they had a body slam contest. Talk about just history repeating itself. They had a body slam contest for Yokozuna, who was supposed to be this Japanese <laughs> uh, heel, uh, even though he was from American Samoa. Um, and nobody could body slam him, and then a helicopter came in. Do you remember this? The helicopter yep. landed on the Air Force, the uh, aircraft carrier that they rented, and, and Lex Luger got out and, and body slammed him. And it was he a was big huge. Deal. Yeah, he was a big um, dude. So it was him, uh, Tatanka. Tatanka, I remember. Supposed to be the Native American yep. warrior. <laughs> and then uh, Bart and Billy Gunn. That's right. When they were cowboys. And I forget who their fifth partner was supposed to be, but he got beat down and was out. And oh, wow. so they were going to have to go into this match as a handicap match versus the Foreign Fanatics, which was Yokozuna, uh, I think the Bolsheviks, you know, I, I forget, you know, five bad guys plus the manager, and they had nobody in. You know, they, they, they were asking all these wrestlers, and nobody would go with them, and they went out to the ring, and, and you know, Lex Luger, because he's the big face of the company, gets out there, and is there anybody in the back who come and fight for what's right, and, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, and help us out, and nothing. Nothing. And then all of a sudden you hear, gong, <laughs> and the place goes dark, and out comes The Undertaker. Yeah. And so everybody's panicking, because at this point, The Undertaker's, you know, a lone wolf. He's mystical. Yeah. He shouldn't be there. He's, you know, he's... You know, he's, you know, not on anybody's side. And all he does is get in the ring. And I remember, like, my hair standing up because I was terrified. I didn't know what was going to happen. You know, which, one, which way he was going to go? And all he did was open his jacket. And inside his giant leather jacket was a 13-star colonial American flag. And that's how they oh, turned him face. That. And he, he fought with them. And you think about that, like... What good writing that was! They have this mystical guy who yeah. doesn't talk, but you have to portray that he's going to fight with them. But you don't really want to bill him the same way because you have this guy you're building. So have him hold up the colonial flag, the thirteen yeah. star American flag, and that was again one of those moments that I'll never forget. Like quick, I'm telling quick you now, correction when we're on that. done. Sorry, quick correction on that. It was the Steiner brothers with Lex Luger. Oh, that's right. They were. They. Were I just looked it up to see time. who the fo- and I just I, I forgot they were in the. I always yeah, associate so like them WCW. In the pan. Yeah. Like when we're done, I want to watch that on your TV. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we can watch it right now. Put it on. I mean, the uh, it's it's funny because like all that all the showmanship, right? I mean, again, I keep going back to like the product and the show and stuff like that. I mean, that stuff goes all the way back to when it was, you know, they were wrestling at like carnivals and stuff like that, and it was actually people who could wrestle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was, they would just come on, and then somebody came in and was like, "You know what? This is a show. You know what I mean? Let's do cheating when the refs aren't looking. Let's come up with That's stories. Brilliant. Let's brilliant. turn it into a thing." And I mean, that happened in like the the twenties, thirties, forties. And I mean, they carried that on, and they've just created such an amazing 
amazing product. Well, and I'll tell you it's too. The, the, the funny so thing great. is, like we so actually this may be what really. So we went to the the. the um, Beverly Elks does Elkamania. I, I remember you telling me about this. Yeah. It is the best ten to fifteen dollars. I spent because yeah. we spent fifteen one time and our names we were reserved on front row reserve front row seats because <laughs> yes, yes, yes. that's worth fifteen dollars. But it's legitimately good. like you can see where like the birth of it and like why yeah. you know and and to this day like you have these big corporations and and promotions, but. You know, these guys still got to start somewhere. Right. And, like, these guys, you know, there's a couple of, who have gone up to, like, there's a few of the, like, kind of the mid-level promotions, like Ring of Honor and um, T, TNA. Is it TNA? Is yeah. that one of the other? You know, like, some of these guys that we've seen there have gone on to these places. And it's, like, you, it's, you're right there, mm-hmm. first of all. I mean, these like, right are, there. Are right there. Them. I mean, they were high-five. <laughs> I, I have a sticker on my laptop. Just, I like to say it was a buck. You know, like, yeah. my kids all got, you know, our kids got you know, $3 wrestlers. There's still, you can see... You know the big, you know the whole big, the TV and the, you know whatever. Actually, going to those, going to those shows kind of sucks. The the the, the bigger we've ones. gone to because they the commercial breaks when you're actually there are really freaking long and oh, it's really? brutal because yeah. <laughs> you just gotta sit there and watch their same promos for their next pay per view over and over and over oh, again. Boy, but, but you, th- you think about that like that's really like what pro wrestling is in its purest form. It's what you're talking about, sweets. Mm-hmm. You know these guys are traveling sideshows. It's part of the carnival. It's a it's a draw. You know, they had to find ways to to establish who's the babyface and who's the heel right. without a promo. Yeah. I mean, they might get a couple of minutes to talk, but it's all what they did in the ring. Yeah. Uh, cheating when the, the ref isn't looking. Throwing, mm-hmm. you know, salt in the eyes of the good guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, having a manager who, who did stuff. You know, the, you know these are things that, that were very easy for the audience to tell. You know, so when we take, go down to the, the Elks and pay, you know, $15 to sit ringside... It, it's fascinating to me to watch, you know, our eight and nine year old sons have to, you know, they, they don't know who these guys are. There's so they're no trying TV to figure show. out who the face and the heel is. And, and they, these these guys, I mean, who aren't getting paid, they're not making any money. You know, they got to go to work the next day. Fairly certain, I've seen one of them working at Target, who's right. like their <laughs> big time name. Right. You know, and, and you know, they have to tell the same story with a quick five minute promo yep. Yep. and they don't do this every week this is do like, they get up and talk sometimes do they yeah. get up and, and do the you know the oh, little promo yeah, yeah. Yeah. they, they have one of the best managers oh, that i've like i'm gonna give a shot shout out to chad epic chad epic uh, yeah. <laughs> dudes at chad epic i think or something like that on, i'll put on it Instagram. i'll put it in the notes yeah we'll make sure our, our listeners oh this guy's great this yeah. guy's though he doesn't drop character for Ever. a second, I love it. Man. When there's because in between at the intermissions, they're selling stuff. He is he's a dick to kids. Yes, like, to, but it's it, like yes. he's actually come to to my day job to try to rent out some of our space to do this. Yeah. So we, you know, at least should visually recognize each other. And he's a dick to me. Yeah, and it's awesome, and I respect him <laughs> yeah, for it. Hell yeah! <laughs> you know? Don't break that fourth wall. Don't. Yeah, keep, let it keep, keep going. Keep, but yeah, you know what else character. is really cool about it is. You know, they come out, they wrestle, and then halfway through, they they take a break, and all the guys come out from the back, set up around the ring. You know, they're trying to sell T-shirts, but every kid gets an autograph yep. if they want it. A free Even if you autograph. don't pay for anything, they'll talk to the kids. Yeah, they they'll have to take pictures. You know, the champion comes up with the belt. Like, you know, our kids have gotten pictures with the belt. He wow. posed with them. Like, That's huge, man. You know, yep. and it, 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 it's... 
And, and so what? these are these are up and coming wrestlers. So these we were are, talking about the wrestler. Uh, I would say there's a clear, there's a fine line between the up and coming guys yeah. and the guys who just freaking like they guy, love it. guys these like guys me when I was a kid when I was bouncing on my trampoline, yeah. body slamming my friends. They just kept doing it, right? <laughs> you know, right. like they kept doing they it. Figured and, out how to do it, whether they went and trained or just got in the ring and figured out how to how to fall, yeah. how, to, how to sell it, and. Yeah. You know, they put on a show. Is it is it the best wrestling? They missed some spots. Oh, but, overall. But there's been know. some also some, uh, like, really good technical I the matches. Guy, I watched it's, the guy, it's $15. Yeah. I, watched I would the guy definitely do that. No question. Who must weigh 285 pounds, do a backflip off a steel cage onto somebody. Yep. That guy then went home, <laughs> took a shower, yeah. and went to whatever his day job is with a limp. That, that is the yeah, same man that I saw That's at Target. <laughs> in, in no joke, the same shirt he was wearing. I, you should have seen the look on my kid's face. And ironically enough, was looking at the wrestlers in the Target toy section. Really? But my, my kid's like, oh my god. Starstruck. It's, but a- it's Simon Eddie. But after the last, after the last time we saw him, when the match was over, he, he took the microphone and he, you know, he basically said that the next time he wrestled was it. Oh, he was done. He was done because he physically couldn't keep up anymore. Yep. Like wow. he, he was physically, it hurt. And he was, it was like, well, that's one of the sadder parts. Like, you know, we've talked a lot about as we're, you know, when we were kids and how these guys were like, you know, heroes and whatever. And it's like, you see, you know, now is these guys that really started this mm-hmm. wrestling phenomena are the ones that are now either dead yep. or you see the results of, of you. I mean, these dudes are killing their well, bodies. All right, think killing. about this, right? If you watch sports, you ever watch, like, um, football, yeah. Hall of Fame, and they and they bring the guys out onto the field and they have to, like, there's, they have a guy with them trying to point them in yep. the right direction because they don't know where they are anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, these sports, yeah, these sports do damage, like oh, boxing huge. and stuff like that. I mean, you huge. talk to a, a Hall of Fame boxer, it there's, there's almost nobody there's there. There's not a lot right? there. You know, like, and I think that... We, we actually talked about this on our last podcast. We were talking about 90s movies, and I don't remember how we got to it, but we were talking about how, you know, the actors are, are now looking for their next career. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I can't do that movie. Well, How's the, it going to play this? And the sports, like, the sport, the, you know, the, like, they're, the, they're the playing now. Yeah, the athletes now are looking at their career, and they're like, all right, well, where's this going to get me? Like, where am I going to be in 10 years? Because I'm not doing this 10 years from now. Right. And most of these wrestlers, this was their whole world there was no was 10 the years ca- later. The, no were, it was, was no, no this was plan. it and this yeah. their, their character was their life do you yep. know what i mean the the money they got from that was their world they built their families on that yep and if they did nothing else you know like go to college and get a degree or if they did nothing else like build any other career this is it you know or that was it well, yep. and, and that's what that movie the wrestler really ties into is that for those guys exactly. coming out of that generation all of a sudden, they're fifty, can't move, but they only know one way to make money. Right. I well, wrestle. and you know what the sad thing is about wrestling? I'm trying to think if there's another sport that I guess it applies to, but I feel like you know, it's sports entertainment. It's it, you know, football, boxing, baseball, whatever. You're too old to do it anymore. You can go make legit money coaching, yeah. commentating, yep. whatever. Hop on TV, man. These guys, you know, these guys can't do that, and that's. I mean, you see, and, and it's no surprise that they stick around if they can, as long as they can, there's or they'll come back. Long term crossover. No, yeah. there's not guys like The Rock, John Cena. No. I mean, look at you know, well, they're Hogan, all actors. Hogan they're... is a an international celebrity, yeah, but not for anything he did outside of the ring. Right. Nope. He just was able to capitalize on it and keep moving. Yep. And, Same with Ric Flair. You know, and, he's in commercials now, but he for, doesn't do anything. But else. also for a lot of these guys, like 
you know, Hogan was so big, he was able to negotiate for the rights to the name Hulk Hogan. So he can put his, yeah. You know, the Ultimate Warrior. Didn't he, didn't he legally change his name? Ultimate Warrior changed his name to The Warrior. Yep. Yeah. So he could use it because when he tried to use it, he left on very poor terms. Yep. So when he tried to use it, the you know, Vince McMahon's like, no way, man. I'll sue, sue the hell out of you. I own the name in, to The Ultimate Warrior. And for a while, they trotted someone else out there. Yep. Did they really? Yeah, briefly. It didn't yeah. work. Yeah, I missed that. And it was very obvious. <laughs> you know, uh, you know. so for a lot of the, you know, these guys who didn't negotiate right, who were never the top-tier talent, you know, they're going around with some variation of their name that mm-hmm. they can use because they can't use, yep. you know, the, their, their character's name. Yep. Right, they're not, and, and that's why I'm so happy to hear that there's actually an organization being built where they're going to be employees. They'll have some rights to whatever it is that they create. Yep. They're, they're, now, they're uh, celebrity, intellectual if you will. Intellectual property is nothing you know, else. Credit where credit's due. I mean, if we're going to slam them for what they did, the WWE has come a little w- w- ways. They've come a long way. When there was a, a spate of these guys dying, and they were all dying before 60 years old, uh, you know, the WWE... Uh, ultimately basically said if you ever wrestled under contract for them you know they will cover your medical care right you know so they 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 have come back and they've done that you know guys like scott hall uh you know uh jake the snake roberts Mm -hmm. you know who were horrific drug addicts have been able to go to treatment Mm -hmm. get help because of what they're doing you know so they have come a long way and they're clearly trying to find ways to give these guys income um so they have these things called uh, legends contracts now that allow the guys to still go out and book, you know, uh, you know, independent appearances, signings, things like that. They get to build on this celebrity right. and make a life for themselves. But they're also selling their merchandise on the WWE website, which reaches a lot more people. Of course, and yep. they're able to get some some money that way. Yep. You know, so they are trying. But as far as like, you know, it's also a different look now. Like there are kids who. You know, that's what they're going to do. You talk to the John Cena's, and and you know, I, I have a. A connection to John Cena, so I, I know okay. about his childhood. Uh, you know that was what he was going. He's a local to do. boy. He's from West Newbury, Massachusetts. Boy, yeah. West Newbury, yeah. Yeah. But that's what he was going to do from day one. Yeah. That was always the plan. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins, who's you know, uh, I don't think currently the champion, but will be the champion next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, that's, is this? Is this? Do we know this? Uh, I mean, they're 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 treading on the same. <laughs> they took a belt. Right? Yeah, it took a belt off him, and in one of those like. We're gonna take it off him basically yeah. just to give it back to him. Because yeah, the yeah, chase yeah. is always yeah. better. Of course. Oh, yeah. Um you know, he talks about that's what he was going to do. Bailey, you know, yeah. uh you know, got you brought see up pictures and yeah. stuff like she, that. She when was they were a kids. macho man fanatic yep. and was always gonna follow even does the flying elbow, you know, that's her foot footsteps. But these guys they train every day. They you know, they don't do drugs, they mm-hmm. eat right, they take care of their body, they stretch. They're, they're athletes. They they're athletes. Yeah. You know, it's not like you know, I didn't. I didn't. You know, you talk to a lot of these the older guys, and you hear their story. Like, yeah, I got laid off, or I was a bouncer at a club, and you know, these guys came in and, and they were partying, and I partied with them, and I just kind of stayed. Yep. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean. Like Brutus the Barber Beefcake, his, his whole story is he worked at a club with Hulk Hogan while Hulk yeah. Hogan was coming up. So one day, like he wanted to go to the beach, but Hogan couldn't go to the beach because he had to go train. So he just kind of went with him. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and wasn't he, he was partnered up with him before he came uh, uh, the barber, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he did, it, before he did his own thing. You know, and it, now he does signings at Kowloon's. Get out of here. Well, I they can, all do. Everybody I can tell you with absolute there, right? certainty he does sign at Kowloon's because yeah, I was there. Yeah, I remember <laughs> you telling me. Only a few weeks ago. Yeah, so I you, can't you, remember you just, why I You said go, a name. But... Oh, yeah. You said a name. Macho Man Macho Randy Man Savage. Randy Savage. What it's an amazing 
Amazing character. Oh. He's a, another one who really, almost not for. I, I don't think we forget, but I think a lot of people forget how he crossed over into pop. You know, he had the Slim Jim commercials. He was in the first friggin' Spider-Man yeah. uh, major motion picture. Yeah. I mean, I, put out, I was watching that the other week. Yeah. Put out I a that rap out. album. That's <laughs> He put out a rap oh, album. <laughs> I need to hear this. Oh, it's unbelievable. You it's un- you need it's to hear about 40 seconds of it. <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable stuff. But he would, you know... It, he it, was it, mad at Hogan. You talk about the storytelling, <laughs> and you talk about what they're trying to do, you know. You, you look back on it, you say, you know, Hogan had his peak, and Hogan was the champion. But you can only be the champion for so long. And so there are these sort of these times where they tried other people. Yep. So they tried Macho Man. Macho Man was a heel. Yep. Um... You know, and then, you know, they had a they couldn't put the belt on a heel at that point. You know, so because they wanted the next Hogan, so they had to find a way to build him up. And they fought and they put the belt on him for a while, and it yep. worked. But you know, he he was always a little not quite as three dimensional as, as as the Hulkster was in terms mm-hmm. of that crossover. Um, you know, so then they teamed him up, and they were the Mega Powers, and then yep. the Mega Powers exploded. Mm-hmm. Another clip we're going to show you as soon as we're done recording here because yep. it's. Uh, you know, you got lust in your eyes, brother. You know, cause he came out with a manager. He had his wife. He with... was my favorite promo guy, though. Yeah, uh, like when he came out, cream of the crop, man. When he, oh, he he cut. Arguably, I mean, he's got multiple top ten promos. There's, right? there's stuff out there floating now, and you hear the wrestlers talk about it that they would they would bet money on him and his promos that he couldn't use uh, creamer. <laughs> in the promo and then they would hand it to him and, go, and he would just go cut the promo and he would do it he would take the money and then there's different things <laughs> that they it, would try to get him to work in different scenarios and 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 he was just that good at ta- being that's talent absolutely. man oh, it is. are you kidding me like that's forget about the actual physical wrestling i mean that's talent that's the athlete in them but these guys are talented actors the best ones have the charisma Yes, the, the ones that cro- that that make it and can do it are the ones that can act, can go yep. off the cuff, and they do work at it. They do they do practice that yep. that muscle, but they're they're, they're you know they're they're actors. They're well, d- d- all right. So again, I know this is eighties wrestling, right? We're talking about the golden era here. But uh, did I did either of you see the uh, the new movie with the Rock fighting with the family, fighting with family or whatever? I yet when it comes out on like Redbox I, or something, I, so I'll, I'll, I'll just tell you. Basically, I was, a movie called Fighting with My Family. I live that, right? So, you know, I don't necessarily <laughs> need to uh, watch a movie. About well, this it. was this was the birth of a female wrestler, right? Yeah. Paige. And, 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 Paige. Yeah, exactly. You and, know and, that you, you understand her. She's a real. Legit I do. Re- okay. I do. Yeah. I no, sure I mean, yeah. I I watched it on a plane. It was, it was. She's got some other movies out there, but it was we'll it was a great it was a great movie. But the the part of that movie where they were showing like. Um, that the, there's the wrestling part, like you need to be able to wrestle. But then they put him out on the stage and like, so who are you? You know what I mean? Like, t- why, why you? Like, do a promo. Tell us why anyone in the audience cares that you're here. Yep. Do you know, and it's hard. It was. It, it's hard. And I mean, I. I think anybody who I would say one of the more common fears of most human beings is public speaking. Right, but that's so imagine what I'm having to do it with a character with charisma on him. No, it's but I, being a I talented can't... wrestler and getting in the ring and like I have skills as a wrestler, I will wrestle the shit yeah. out of you. You know what I mean? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. But then to stand up in a crowd of seventy thousand people and scream and yell and be a character and get them to cheer for you and chant for you and oh, love that you. Is a... But that's that's why managers existed and they're not as popular now. No, no. But that's why there was Bobby the Brain Heenan. Mm-hmm. That's yep. why there was Captain Lou Albano. Well, and that's why even today, you know, these <laughs> guys could talk. The rubber band. When you when you have the guys like today's version of that is you know is Brock Lesnar he's a guy who I don't think talks much in his normal existence <laughs> so he's got Paul Heyman formerly the he you know that he was the CEO or the whatever of uh, 
of ECW. ECW. Yeah. And then he now, you know, he's been with the WWE for a while now. And, and but Paul Heyman is Brock Lesnar's advocate. Yep. You know, and there's not many of them left. Helps him do what Brock can't do. But he, yeah, Brock is the anomaly of a human being. He's the six foot four gorilla-shaped human being who mm-hmm. is legitimately a tattoo of a was a knife on his a chest f- a, a <laughs> ufc heavyweight champion real deal all-american wrestler played professional football yeah can't talk worth his ass but he's got you Dipped know into he, the ufc a little bit too but yeah he's so i just he's, he's, the, he's a freaking heavyweight champion of the world the yeah. guy was no joke um you know so he's a legitimate badass dude who's physically gifted but you know it's very rare you've got to be andre the giant i mean even andre could cut a promo when he could speak a little bit better but you've got to be like a physical anomaly to not have that skill set too because that's what it is it's not but you look at like paul Heyman's skill is the opposite it's it's, he has turned the sentence ladies and gentlemen my name is paul Heyman." the crowd to his catchphrase they repeat it with him they anticipate it yeah regardless of the fact that most fans hate his wrestler actually (laughs) and not just like as a character like hate the fact that he's yeah like but but you know whatever done a good job of just being and 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 really again you talk about good writing they pay brock lesnar so much money to appear six times a year Mm -hmm. you know what i mean he doesn't show up that much but they had the belt on him for so long they had to find a way to keep him relevant so they gave him an advocate and Paul Heyman would come out and talk about what Brock Lesnar was going to do. And Brock Lesnar's sitting on his farm up in Michigan or wherever the hell he lives, <laughs> Minnesota. Um, you know, he actually lives in the deep in like Saskatchewan, Canada, or so. Like, oh, does he really? Like yeah. in the like, I think I remember watching like the the alone. story of him training for the UFC, and he's yep. out there flipping ties. He's doing like some rocky he, stuff. He oh, and he and that guy actually weird side. He almost died. He had uh, colitis. Yeah, he he had like wow. he's got a huge chunk of his colon missing wow um and that was actually one of the reasons he stopped doing the ufc because he got a couple punches to the body that is yeah. just couldn't take him but yeah no i mean he's a legitimate that isolate. he can't pass the steroids. he test. hates human beings <laughs> yeah that too well he no yeah he fit. that's a reality fit, yeah real deal yeah but you, you um, know like th- those guys are kind of a lost art and you know and it's i to me it's what what's what's missing yeah is those managers you know because right now they got bobby lashley who's another yep you know just Anomaly of a human being, massive, massive, massive you know, human muscles coming off muscles. His, Actually, his they eyelids had, have muscles. They had they had a little promo guy with him, but it's the pro- see what happens now. I think the like the problem with wrestling, and it's you know like we said, the guy who wasn't allowed to change on buses and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. This guy's manager. And I wouldn't even say man because he was a wrestler, but he was a little tiny guy. This guy Leo Rush, he refused to not go anywhere without his wife, um, and so wrestlers took. You know, they had an issue with that, and he refused to give up on it. So this kid, who probably legitimately weighs about 130 pounds, had Mm -hmm. no business being in, you know, reaching the WWE, but he was so talented that they were like, well, at least give him a microphone. Yeah. He messed that up. (laughs) But, like, and this this guy, the other guy we were talking about was Enzo Amore, who cut some of the best promos in the past decade and a half, but they get so, you know, with now with social media and the followings that they can get, like, they think that they're rock stars, and they... So before, where you kind of had to earn your way up to that point, if you can be catchy and get yourself a little following now, but the locker room still doesn't. But it's exactly what we talked about with the athletes last last time we, we, we got together. These guys are building for the next thing. They're trying to build themselves right. as a yep. global brand. And the yep. old school guys, they don't like that. No. So it, it's, it's going to be it's an interesting time for pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're trying to go more global. They're yep. trying to Big on the women's movement. You know, I mean... Uh, you know, they have a guy named uh, Kofi Kingston, who's one of their champions now, one of their top-tier champions. 
And I think he's got the longest run as a, as a black man with the championship belt. Yep. I mean, there is wow. a racial issue in pro Well, and that's the, one of his faction members, the New Day, who's another very interesting, fun fun group of, of guys who have stuck around for quite a while, um, had gone out. It's It's you know, been said for quite a long time that racism is a huge issue in, in the WWE with Vince McMahon and, you know, that he never really quite lets African-American or non-white... Uh, I think there's a clip of him dropping the N-bomb. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, he's it's been around for years. Yeah, there definitely is. Wouldn't surprise me. Was it a promo clip, though? Uh, it was, it, also it, was in, it was me. in the hallway behind the stage, and it was him... I wonder if that was during, like, the, the Attitude Era, and, he, and they, you know... Oh, leaked it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but it, it, it's the kind of thing where, you know, I, I have found a renewed love for it, watching my son experience it. Um, well, it's much more kid-friendly now, yeah, too. Yeah, they're, they're definitely trying to appeal to the families, which is, you know, if this was 1997, I don't know that yeah. I'd be allowing my 8-year-old to watch it. No. That's a whole different episode. Yeah, we could sure. do a whole episode on that yep. era. On the Attitude Era. Yep. Um, you know, but it, 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 it's, you know. So, do, I gotta, do you guys, did you ever watch the cartoon? Oh, the, Hulk the, Hogan's Rock and Wrestling? Yes. Yeah, I yes. did not. Saturday morning cartoons, yeah. man. Saturday my, morning That was awesome. Yeah, so my it's funny. Like, I love 80s wrestling, Ultimate Warrior, Hogan, yep. and all those guys. But the thing, I, so I have two brothers that are nine and 10 years older than me. And so, like, uh-huh. a lot of my, even when we talked about the 80s movie stuff, yeah. was never firsthand knowledge. It was like my brothers who watched it when they were my age would show it to me when I was, you know, okay. eight, nine years old. They brought you into it. Yeah, brought yeah. me in that because, like, it's like they were babysitting me most of the time mm-hmm. and, and letting me watch things that I never should have been watching. Yeah. Horror <laughs> movies, 80s movie, action movies, Rambo, different things. That was, that's what Brothers are for. Uh, it was awesome. I'm, I'm so thankful. I can't stand them now, but, I mean, I appreciate that, that they did for me. And it was, uh, yeah, so that's, like, some of those little nuanced things, like mm-hmm. cartoons and stuff. Like, I just, missed out I wouldn't on, have yeah. seen it. Yeah, you know, but. Well, I, I mean, uh, I, I remember uh, Halloween as a kid. I did the Ultimate Warrior yep. face paint. I did Sting face yep. paint. That was my favorite one. Which sure. which Sting? Uh, oh, old school Sting. Like yeah, WCW sting. blonde Sting? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, the, was, not the Crow version sting of Sting. was the Crow, Sweets uh, had a different agenda. Yeah, I was doing other stuff. Lifestyle. Yeah, doing <laughs> other stuff. Yeah, I missed that whole attitude yeah. era thing. That yeah, was yeah. He had an attitude. Beyond me. Just a, I had I had, had, had an attitude and it was an error <laughs> and I was but, doing uh, <laughs> a lot of weird stuff, but the um, I mean this this golden era of wrestling this is this is like I mean this was this was what got me into it I loved it at the time yeah. um, you know this is what caused me to do all kinds of weird wrestling moves on my friends yeah. uh, dress up like them I think it's the only reason that wrestling we're even able to have this conversation now I think right. had that not really boomed like that it would have died it was you know managers it, the promos yeah. the the showmanship the everything that they dressed up as the rivalries they were bigger than life and they were bigger than life in ways that pro athletes really weren't at the time no. I mean they wore bright colors and feather you know the men had feather boas and oh, yeah. they you know they well, when they we were, talk about them you know even even like you know we the stereo and... the stereotypes being exaggerated to the nth degree even like now you find I, it pisses me off actually sometimes now and like you know like when i was a kid i remember one of the most terrifying wrestlers we talked about undertaker but his you know uh kayfabe brother was kane yeah and kane who's now the the mayor of knox county uh <laughs> tennessee, with, yeah. yeah tennessee uh but this guy they build him as seven feet tall guys like he's like six seven. Oh, that yeah. pisses me off yeah. i mean i know you know it's like there's a lot of stuff they just made but at the time but again like as a kid you're like oh there's these giant human beings they're mm-hmm. sick you know i think they built hogan as like six nine or something yeah, like that know, and he's they, like six four you they, know they did the stuff that that carnivals were doing for for decades yeah. and decades yeah. they purposely got a smaller guy so that the bigger guy looked bigger so that yep. they could say you know and they do stuff with perspective well he's seven feet tall he's eight feet tall yep. yeah no one can argue whether or not andre that- was eight feet tall like 
Were you going to stop him and measure According him? to what you could see from the ring and on yeah. TV, he just was. Yeah, you know. They, well, even they, if you saw him, you'd look at him and be like, yep, that's eight feet. You know, they did that, you know. <laughs> that's the, a big the, mouth. The, the, the rice to the eyes. Mr. Fuji would come out and, and, and throw yeah. rice in yeah. people's yeah. eyes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they they deal with, like, the most basic things. And, you know, at the end of the day, man, it's just fun. And it oh, was fun awesome. then. And it was larger than life. And they put on a spectacle and the music and the lights. And, it. I, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying sort of this little renaissance you know we're having yep. with it uh but again it's just not the same because again these guys you know technology ruins everything yep. you know the fact that these guys are 24 hours a day you know that they have other names you yep. know that they you know yeah, they the, the wonder to, is over but yeah. you know what though still though i, I look at i look at our son's react I, it it hasn't changed the kids i mean my my I can, the ones that don't have access to the technology, the eight and nine year olds that aren't, yeah. you know, they don't have. I, yeah, but you know what though? My, I mean, my son has he he has a lot of time to be on. He's got a Chromebook and an iPad, sure. and 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 you know, there's limits. But he's got the ability to look, and he and he's aware that these people are, mm-hmm. you know, have kids. And but I don't think he cares at that age. He doesn't. Yeah. But but that's the beauty of it though. Is like as a kid, it's it's like you know, we talked a lot about this with the '80s movies and things mm-hmm. like that. Like these guys, it was like it was just that pure like unfiltered joy and just. Right. awesome like feel you know i want my kid i convinced uh my older son has no interest in in baseball or really sports outside of wrestling um but i convinced him to go to a red sox game in september because they're doing wwe night and his current favorite wrestler ricochet is throwing out the first pitch and they're going to give a t-shirt and so my little one who does like baseball it's like the best of both worlds but like he legitimately still which i thought it was going to fade out by this point because it's been about two to three years that we've been on yeah. this little kick he still is like even your daughter has said oh when when he's a pro wrestler he'll uh him and your son you know they're going to buy me this they like they still believe genuinely yeah. that they're going to be pro wrestlers and yeah. like it's going to take off and they're going to have but all this the, money that's and that's the fit. wonder like i i i was when i was watching that i was like i'm going to do this we're going to yeah. do this oh, let's practice these moves let's get good at it and then we'll do this we'll oh, yeah. be the best tag team partnership ever i mastered right, yeah. i remember friends. on my trampoline which many people fell off because we didn't have nets and all that stuff on them that you know and got hurt and whatever and went through i remember i ma- i got a 420 flip pulled off one time wow and i thought i was You're a goddamn nin- i was like i am the next <laughs> high flying jimmy snooker like i'm just murderer it was <laughs> unbelievable i couldn't believe it and uh no it's and that's what it really comes down to and i try to you know People, you know, because the reality is, is, you know, we go, we take our kids to these shows yeah. and there's some sketchy individuals who are fans of this sport, you know, but if you can outside of that stuff and kind of the, you know, yeah, they don't wander very far from the two of no. us. No, I hope not. No, I hope not. Well, yeah. So, so we're talking about the showmanship of this sport, right? And I, I, I find myself drifting off, not watching baseball as much or, you know what I mean? I, I remember back when, uh, in football and stuff like Bo Jackson, and some of the other players Bo that knows. like there was some showmanship to them, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and what was the other guy? Deion there? Sanders. Uh, Deion Sanders. Prime Dion. time. And uh, you know, I mean, these guys had that same thing. Do you know what I mean? Like they they and had, had and, and I wanted that. to Oof. watch them, you know. And I think we talked about this in the last episode. We brought it up again today that like a lot of the athletes now, this isn't their thing. They're just I'm, I'm going to go in. I'm going to make a couple, you know, tens of millions or hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm, I'm moving on. This yeah. is the launching point. Yeah, Correct. but the, but, yeah. And, but and, the and, ones who the ones who the kids are following, right? Odell Beckham, right? You know he's got his blonde hair and his hair, you know, and he dresses questionably. It's really yeah. strange and odd. Right, and but, it's all, but it's, it's charisma. It's a show. Yeah, it's and it's all, and you well, know what? what? Is well, like kudos to that guy. His career could end tomorrow. If the pitcher of the Red Sox came out and started talking trash, 
You know what I mean? And there was like a story, and he's like, and we're gonna crush this. You know, I would, I'd be excited. Yeah. <laughs> well, if J- you know, if Jason Veritek's punching a rod in the face again, yeah. you know, like no, that's the thing. It's like a lot of sports, and even even you know with whatever NBA, like. You just kind of know it's either the Warriors or whatever team LeBron's on that's right. going to be in the fight. You know, up until this year, obviously. But, like, yeah. you know, it's boring. It's it's not kids. Can be. Can be. Unless there's something exciting behind it. Yeah. Like a, a story. A big trade or, or a story or something. there's nothing better than a good old wrestling. That's what I'm yep. saying, man. Plot and and that's what... Yep. That, that right there is what made this particular sport the best one yep. out there. Yeah. Yep. Even, even when you can see it coming and you know what they're doing when it happens, it's still great. I remember they did uh, a Raw reunion a few years ago, uh, and you know they having all the old wrestlers on and this and that. And I stayed up to watch it, and I'm you know I'm literally lying in bed. It's eleven fifteen at night. It's mm-hmm. run long. Uh, you know my wife, who who at the time was working an eleven to eleven shift, had just come home, and she's changing, and I'm lying in bed, and there's a match going on, and you know someone's getting beat down, and all of a sudden. Jake the Snake Roberts music hits. Oh, no. I shot out of bed. <laughs> you know, damn near 40 years old, yeah. cheering as this man who can barely walk, who just stopped smoking crack three months prior. <laughs> uh, and I, that's not even a joke. No, it's not. It's Carrying not. a bag with some snake that they brought in. Yeah. Gets in the ring, throws the snake out. I'm All of a sudden, I'm eight years old again. My oh, my God. And, and I, you know, I, it, it's... Well, and that, and I'm in the same thing with, like, with, with, I don't know if it's the same one, because they do this relatively often now, and I think it's to pull back in those old fans of these reunions. They just did one, um, but they had a reunion. You know, for me, that was, you know, like the DX, the Attitude Era, that, you know, yep. but, like, because I remember as a kid, they had, Mike Tyson was involved with DX, you know, all these people, and I, when they came out, even though they're all old, one of them's cross-eyed, beautiful, you know, like, I, I was just like, oh, my God, suck it! Like, you know, it's just, to me, it was, like, still, you get that nostalgic, like, yeah. just... But it's it's, back, it's the same principle uh, as going and enjoying Disney World as an adult or any of that. If you can allow yourself to just let go and enjoy it for nothing more yep. than pure entertainment, pure entertainment you're going to have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, 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 you know, it's a lot easier to watch that than it is to watch the anything going on in politics right now. Oh, well, exactly. It's I'm such gonna, a nice I'm going to go ahead and make a statement that some may argue with, but I'm going to go ahead and say that wrestling may be more American than apple pie and baseball. Oh, it's certainly right up there. Yeah. I, I'm going to just say the statement. It's I just be. really like apple pie, so I'm, I'm, I'm reticent to agree with you. I like apple, to be, but you can eat apple yeah, pie while watching wrestling. You, you I mean, I guess wrestling. You try that just to make sure. <laughs> uh. I will let you know. But right, like, think you know, and I guess this isn't necessarily the way you could figure out what's more American, but it's one way. You know, you go across the world to different countries and you say Hulk Hogan or you say, you know, I don't know, uh, Derek Jeter. Yep. Most people are going to know. Yeah, Everybody yeah, knows Hulk Hogan. Yeah, you know, who's not going to know well, who Hulk Hogan is. But think of those two is. iconic Hulk Hogan muscle poses. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where you know, he flexes <laughs> and he kind of points up. And, yeah. And, and then, you know. And then he, you know, those, <laughs> the one, yeah. if you, if you wouldn't watch anything about professional bo- bodybuilding, which yep. I don't, but those two poses are legitimate foundational, form, like, foundational poses. Absolutely. But I would bet you dollars to donuts that you go do those in front of anybody and 99 out of a hundred people are going to go Hulk Hogan. Absolutely. And oh, Hulk cool. Hogan has not wrestled <laughs> in 20 years. Right. But that's what yep. I'm saying. Like you can have... 
you know, the Hall of Fame. You can have sports. You can have championships. And we got rivalries. We got, you know, Red Sox, Yankees. You know what I mean? And we got some really amazing players. And there were amazing championships. But I'm just saying wrestling has always brought an amazing group of people together. You know what I mean? Like they touch on and those stories touch the hearts of everybody during, you know, the wars. Um, You know, like we were talking about before, like with the Iron Sheik when I ran. Uh, was a problem. You were talking about uh, Sergeant Slaughter yeah. uh, during the the Iraq War. Like this, this brought people together in times of crisis. Well, like and, this it, brought- and it rallied you around being, you know, that that kind of country common interest yeah, common and interest, and you know uh, that's what I'm saying. Common enemy. Yep, yeah. yep. It's American yep. shit. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's our government is very good at that too. Yeah, <laughs> America, America. Yeah, America. <laughs> well, I think that that's probably the best place we're going to get to uh, to end. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I I, we're coming back to wrestling. I'm going to watch the the clips that you guys have to show me today. I'm uh, telling you, go back and watch the the attitude. Like, try to get some sort of summary on the attitude era. Absolutely. We the could Monday do an, a week. The Monday night I'll, wars I'll spend between an afternoon Nitro and getting Raw. Getting up to speed on this. Hit like start '93 when Eric Bischoff takes over WCW. I okay. mean, it was like that's my who's now, who's now running. Smacked. Yep. So we, we're coming back. We got a lot to do. Yeah. yeah, we're coming yeah. back to this. So uh, as always, uh, we just want to be. Uh, we want to thank you all for listening, and uh, we have. Uh, we've been pushing social media. So if you uh, if you're not already following us on either uh, Facebook, uh, we put all our new episodes out there. Uh, if you're not following us on Instagram, please do so. It's the Other Stuff Podcast. Uh, we put out uh, content, short clips, and uh, some some stories about our, our co-hosts and such. And uh, please help us share. Uh, get this out to as many listeners as possible. And if you're driving, drive safe. If you're running, stop. It's over. <laughs> you can go home now. What's wrong with you? Yeah, why are you on the treadmill? Wrestlers don't run. Just take steroids. <laughs> Cardio is dangerous. <laughs> um, and uh, we will be back with plenty more. Yeah, we got. It feels like every time we do an episode, three more episodes have to be I, it just, out Well, it. this yeah. is where they come out of it. You but know what is, I mean? Here in the pod cave. This is it, the other stuff. Parts Unknown. I love, I love, I love <laughs> it. Parts <laughs> Unknown, the pod cave. Yeah, yeah, the pod cave and Parts Unknown. It. There's always other stuff to talk about. That's yeah. the beauty yeah. of it. Yeah, and we got some uh, We got some guests coming up. We've got some events that we're trying to plan, so please stay tuned. Have fun, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Other Stuff Podcast. You can be sure not to miss future episodes by subscribing to our podcast using your favorite listening apps like Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. Join us next time when Sweets, Sugar Bear, and Dubs bring the topics you want to hear about to life.